Good afternoon. My name is Dale Marshall, and I want to uh, thank you for joining the Kitchen Sink Conversations. Um, we're going to introduce ourselves, and we'll start on my left. Davina Richardson Robinson. Abigail Walcott. Natasha Marshall. Feels like it's been a while since we've been here. I think we've switched around our Saturdays. Usually we meet the second Saturday. Because life has been happening, we've had to um, adjust that. So again, we are really glad to be here. We I enjoy doing it. I think everybody else here. Oh, by the way, Kimberly Case was not, uh, she's not here today. So she's feeling a little under the weather. Hopefully she'll be with us uh, next month. So we've been talking about a bunch of different things. So we're trying to decide what we're going to talk about. And so I, we actually, right before we started recording, we touched on um, school loans. I came across a post. I think it was either, I think it was Twitter where someone was uh, stating that how they were really thankful that their school loan had been paid off, most of it or all of it. And there were a lot of responses, a lot of negative responses to that. A lot of people were really upset that um, people are having their loans paid off or, you know, loan forgiveness. Loan forgiveness. For, exactly. It's the hot topic because it of is. Biden's administration, yada, yada. Yeah. So um, that's a whole, I do want to get into a topic about, about Biden, but um, let's finish up the loan thing because I, I just, just want to throw this in there. I feel like everybody, not everybody, but there are specifically Republicans, but and in, in people that just don't like Biden, they don't have to be Republicans, I don't think. But everyone is really kind of, he's under a microscope and every everything that he does, um, someone has something negative to say about it. It's like they're just looking for negativity and trying to put him down and just kind of, you know, it's just a lot of things. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And if we were doing this, I would have spoke on it then. I mean, we can definitely do that an, another day. And I want to get back to the school uh the loans, but I, I just feel like I think this just underscores the overarching sentiment of poor is should be punished. Um, mm. Think about the people who can afford to pay fees when their bills are late, don't get fees. But people who can't afford to pay their bills, you get fees because you can't afford to pay your bills because either, and it could be for a number of reasons. But if I can't afford to pay my bills, charge me an extra fifty dollars ain't gonna make me pay my bill any faster. So it just seems really interesting it's how punishment for living beyond your means. It was well, also punishment for not having your means because guess what? Like I said, it could be a variety of reasons that it you don't be. have your means. It could be lack of discipline, or it could be that you don't have sufficient income. It could That's be true. a variety of things. It doesn't necessarily mean that. But look at even how it came came from you that well you're not doing your best if you're broke you're not doing your best if you're poor you're not that's the overarching sentiment that is almost always articulated in this country if you are below the the average or or the upper class middle to upper class somehow you did something wrong somehow there's a deficiency on your part that's been the narrative since the inception of this country that poor means stupid poor means bad bad it means bad yeah, it's yeah. almost always equated almost synonymously almost exclusively because it does and it doesn't make sense even you go back to the welfare queens or whatever make no mistake there are people in this country who don't actually believe that black folks are at a disadvantage mm -hmm. crazy but you cannot deny the overwhelming breakdown in the infrastructures in more browner communities. You cannot deny that the educational system is almost always subpar in more browner communities. You cannot deny the housing environment is almost always 
dilapidated or antiquated in brown communities. And yet we're still debating the fact that this country was raised on the backs of those who are not within the majority. And yet somehow we still keep trying to accept, perpetuate, and push along the narrative that those people have been disenfranchised. Somehow they are deserving of the mistreatment and thus your inability to aspire to greatness regardless of the but that's, that's the but that's the american way america we're, we're taught to live beyond our means that's why we have credit that's why we have absolutely why but guess what stuff. but the thing is it's like you, those that make less that are the, the lower income they're they're seeing they're trying to achieve something else so they're trying to get the stuff they're trying to keep up with the joneses and all of that and that's why you want this education and, and yeah you but you're but you're being, you're being and left so out brings back to the loans we can't afford school, so we get up, take loans to get the education, to get, to get the job, to make more money, to become middle class, to become upper class, or whatever you're striving for. But now you're being punished. And now it. we're being punished because we took out these loans and we didn't get that job that gave us that money to that pay back our loans, and it didn't work out. And so now we have these loans. And so, yeah, I'm thankful if, if they forgive my loans. Thank you. I'm $95,000 in debt and loans. So if they're going to forgive it, I will gladly accept it. You know what I'm saying? And and there was a big debate about people like, well, what if I already paid off my loan? You want to give me my money back? Why? And, and why is that? And why is that? But you're obviously but you were in a position to pay them. There is a stipulation for if you did pay your loan off, they can get the money back. But I know one of the stipulations also, you have to be in a, in a public servant exactly. job for 10 years. So you all have to understand that a public service job does not pay what a private sector job pays. But most people exactly. wasn't. But that, remember, that was a conversation. People say, I go to college for four years and I'm not even working in my field. We already knew that. We already knew that when you got out of college, you was not less, you were not likely to make back your money in your loans or for your tuition for years. We already knew that. Right. So that's why it's a, it's a double-edged sword. And, and to even piggyback on the thing about them picking on Biden. Every president gets picked on. It don't matter if they Republican, Democrat. That. That's irrelevant. Every yeah, every president gets picked on if they ain't not for you or if they're right. opposite you. So I, the Biden thing, yeah, right. I'm not too sure about how that's going down. Because do we see Biden the way we saw Trump? No, we only see Biden every so often. We saw Trump every day. So as far as the school loans, one of the things that I said, because this, this person, I, I don't know her name. I don't need to know her name. She was kind of like, um, you know, it's a loan. You're supposed to pay it back. So I was like, yeah, thanks. But that's what I was, I was like, we know, first of, all, first of all, we know how loans work, exactly. but, but this is the thing. This is what they don't take into consideration. Okay. I'm a little old me, right? But these loans, these these bankers, these creditors, they are the true criminals because yeah. they are the ones because look at these ridiculous interest rates that they want you to pay back. So even if you spent, let's say school, let's say school costs fifty thousand dollars when it's all said and done, roughly how much you think you're going to be paying off? Seventy five, maybe oh, eighty. Yeah, you're paying Easy. Good yeah. extra 20, 25. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, my, my student loan started out, I was at 60, 75, and I'm at 90 already. Yeah, yeah. Because Less. of the interest. And and even though it's in forbearance or different, it's still occurring interest. Right. And it's still going up. So That's it's crazy. like, you I'm know, like, let's just be fair. You can't even get equity off of that. You can't get nothing off of it. 
I'm like, I've already come to think I'm gonna die on the money. It's just it's it's it is what it is. I think it's fan. I think it's it's extraordinary extraordinary what we are okay with as far as this country is spending money on. And we're the not thing, okay. We just don't no, have no, a voice. When I say that, I guess I'm being facetious because a lot of people look the other way when you throw money. Well, they're and Ukraine. Okay they're okay with sending the money to Ukraine. Exactly. See, that's my whole point. Yeah. And there are a lot of other things that they're willing to throw money at. Like, you're always throwing money into, what, the military okay. and a lot of you other things. You know why that is? Why is that? Because it fortifies our presence in other countries. How about what you're talking about? If I were to invest in better education, well, what would that do? That mm. would break down my posture, my position. Because if I allow you the opportunity to come up in advance, you become competition. So now you disrupt and destabilize my position of power, which is all this is orchestrated to maintain. Because why am I punishing you? Because you, it was your sentiment. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Get an education. You're going to have the American dream. Do this, do that, do this, do that. And every year or every generation, somehow that language changes. So the attainment of the American dream becomes somehow elusive because it used to be enough. Bring us your poor huddle master. Guess what? You don't want poor huddle masters now. Get a good education. Well, oh, guess what? Now we don't want you to get a good education. We want to separate educational standards by, by county, even within the state. So even the state as a whole doesn't have a standardized educational layout. So what, what, what is this moving target called the American dream? When does the target stop moving? So in all reality, your loan being forgiven, forgiven my loan being it's a forgiven. It's to the position. How does that really impact, like really, like how does it really impact, does it, does it really impact that person's wallet the way that they're trying to imply? Like do they, do they really see a, thing, a difference or a change in anything? It has nothing to do with that's the average Joe's pocket. That's what I, and exactly, no way, exactly. It doesn't, and that's why it's very interesting that they make it an us-them dynamic. This is not us-them. Just because I get my loan forgiven so that I can go out and not have to worry about, because mind you, you do know that when you have a certain amount of debt, it does impact your ability to attain certain jobs. So you can, you can get the education, but guess what? If your debt is a noose around your neck, and I do mean noose, um, but pay attention. It's, no. still keep, it's still meant to keep you in a particular position, even if you're trying to get out of that box. Well, you know how it impacts. It's like what we were talking about that day. You have people that, well, I struggled, so you need to struggle. Right. I paid my But some loan, of us didn't struggle. So you need to pay your loan. Some of us moms lied. That, that's the, that's the, the mentality. mentality that they have. And that's why they're impacted by people's loans being forgiven. Because they're like, well, I had to pay my loan back, so you should pay yours. Yeah, so they you don't want to see happy. somebody get something that they didn't have. You should be happy you, you were able to overcome. Now you train somebody next. If you Instead of being that, woe is me, get off your pity party. If you really want to be empowered, stop lying about what you didn't get. Did you get your degree? Are you doing something with it? Okay, if, you, if you're not, then that's a separate issue. But you were able to overcome. Maybe that should be something that, you want to teach. They, want, they figured, I did it. I overcame. I did that. So now you need to struggle and you need to overcome. Which is a, a That's crap in the Maryland Yeah, pretty, is, much. Is, yeah pretty much. But, that's, that's but who wins? But who wins if we keep entertaining that kind of shenanigans? That's absolutely... I hate to say it, but that's just all right asinine. And we keep holding on to that kind of mentality. And guess what? We are all languishing. We're not moving forward. You're getting stuck, worried about your little position in the world because somebody else got a chance to get close to where you are. That's not even going to make them past where you are. It's just going to help them get on the same level where you it's are. It's enough, though, to put fear in them. It's enough to but that's instill what I fear. It's the threat of losing your position. And so now I got to keep you in place. 
I just figure out how how are we supposed to progress as a as a as a race of human we're beings? Like, apparently, we're not. Apparently, Look we're not. If, That's why you have a lack of educators. How about that? And there's going to be if you think education shortage is going on now, wait till yeah, it, yeah. because they're they're leaving. They are they're leaving, and they're not coming back. Yep, it's not worth it. Even in higher education, could you did you see what happened with that professor? I can't remember the article, but I think they a couple of professors were either removed from post or they're on suspension because they went against or disavowed some new legislation as it pertains to what they are and are not allowed to educate. To me, I, I think that the same way you hold doctors to a standard, lawyers to a certain standard of ethics, I think that educators should have the same expectation because guess what? You are the purveyors of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So when you start letting it become a partisan issue, you're now dismantling a basic framework for us to be able to think. For us to aspire skill and knowledge we've gotten away from educating the kids about education how do you want to educate them about life when I mean, that should be their parents job because when you start putting stuff into schools where it's not my job as an educator to teach your child what it is to be trans what it is to be a he him her she it pronoun that's not my job yes i agree but it's now become part of the because curriculum part of distraction because you all now want to throw something else at the educator. That's not fair. So it does it have to be their job? Because this thing, kids are socialized there. And so these things are coming up. So they can't ignore that these things exist. How do it, How do they approach it? It should not be, a, it, it a should not be in the I, curriculum. It I should agree. not be an issue that a teacher, I'm there to teach you math. Right. Did you see the new thing? If, if you it. want me to call you whatever your name is, then, right. you know, let's have your birth certificate so such. Because as the law requires, we have to call you what's on your birth certificate. Now go get that change and we can move on to the next or what your name is Correct. going to be. Until then, please don't tell me I have to know what 60 kids want to be called when I'm here to teach math. But again, the education system, like you just said a moment ago, is not meant to educate. And that's why you see them taking pop shots at just forgiving people of the burden of trying to get higher education so that they can aspire to have an improved standard of living moving forward. It's not going to do nothing for the past. It's not going to do nothing for the fact that you may have gotten a... But they're not being educated. And that's, you but that's, a, what, that's what I'm you saying. You have somebody that's not trained sitting in front of your kids, watching them... Every day, all day. That's what we got. Do a computer program. We got that right now. Well, you know, the thing is, before you become a teacher, you have to go through a specific program and become deeper. Now, as long as you have a master's degree, you can go teach. That is and correct. I think that's... because you have a master's degree, don't, you don't have the skill to be a teacher. And that's where the problem is aligned. You have all these people that have now gone to teach that don't didn't go through that. Why do you think that is, though? But why do you think that is? Because it's meant to weaken the system. Well, I feel like there was a shortage. Obviously, they had to be pressed for anybody, so they just had to lower the standard. Because... Mm -hmm. So somebody just woke up and then we're going to lower the standard or we, they had no choice but to lower the standard because people weren't going into the field of they teaching the way, because again, it, it just, maybe it wasn't panning out. You got this what about, I, I mean, you, post COVID, they have no choice but to lower the standard because there's no, there, there's a shortage. And even with lowering the standard, there's still a shortage. Yep. So what about pre COVID? Yeah. It was already jacked up. It was, it was not so much that they lowered the standard. It was like, We'll take you if you have 
the bare minimum, yep. which is a bachelor's degree, yep. will give you five years to up, go study for the practice, pass the practice, yep. get certification or whatever. How many people would do on that? But that's not, that's a school system issue. That's, okay. That ain't nothing yes. anybody can do anything about. It's up to the school system to, to put you in a program mm -hmm. so you can get what you need. Mm -hmm. And they did have a clean house. Mm, Jayla, maybe 15 years ago, they did clean house where they said, if you don't have your certification by okay. such and such date, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's gone. And they cleaned house that way, but they had to bring those people back because all those people you cleaned house with because they weren't certified, now who's going to teach the kids? So you have to bring them back to fill a vacancy and hopefully they get it together or some of those people have moved on to other careers. Which so, but, that, but that still goes back to my point. So, but what's, did, did they always do that? Always. It's always been an issue. No, not the issue. Once upon a time, if I was going to hire you as a teacher, did you not need to come in with all your credentials? No, no. that's never been. That. No, that's so it's and, never and been it's that. Still not because it's never, I was okay. trying to look it up, but there was a, a documentary so like called Waiting for Something. I don't know if you all saw it. I got it from when I used to be uh, a, a parent teacher liaison with a program mm -hmm. in DC, and it was when it was the, at the inception of the all these charter schools, and they were trying to formalize it and kind of get it out there as a as an alternative. Um, to public education. At any rate, I saw this this documentary. It's called "Waiting for Superman." It had it followed three different uh, children. One was waiting for a lottery. Another one went to public school, and I think another was in private school, or something like that. And in the in within the context of the whole entire documentary, it talked about teachers who they were trying to hold to a standard. They but because they had reached a certain threshold in their tenure, they couldn't fire them for all of the buildup of deficiencies. So they sat in this room, getting a full paycheck, reading the, the, the anything, reading the anything, paper, anything, looking at each other, wow. picking their nose all day long and getting a paycheck. Wow. And that's where your deficit is coming from. It's a union job. It's yeah, and that's where the deficit is coming from. Because it's coming off, so it's not, it's not that different than a police officer. Correct. Like we were exactly. talking about that. I'm not going to get into it. We can do that another time. When police uh, are pulled out off the force, put on leave, suspended, with pay, not without pay, with pay because of some inappropriate or unprofessional or unethical behavior. And then their union rep come back and then they're just placed back on there. So again, there's no real reprimand other than they didn't have to work for a few weeks, but they still got paid though. Mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're still protected. So it's like, who are, protecting, who are protecting the children? Who are educating the children in the case of school education? And who are protecting the community? Who are protecting the people? When you again, when you're allowing police officers that again unprofessional, unethical, back onto the force with no but training, again, no consequences. But that's a cancer nationwide. It doesn't matter which area you're looking at. It doesn't matter if you're looking at politicians. It doesn't matter if you're looking at law enforcement. It doesn't look, doesn't matter if you're looking at education. It doesn't matter if you're looking at health. We got too many people who are underskilled. We have too many people in leadership who have no background to really understand the ancillary issues to really address and come up with an appropriate system of standard so that each demographic, each industry is supposed to operate in efficiency and the way it's intended. You don't forget the shortage. You know how we got to the shortage? Because you had the wrong people in place trying to trying to trying to make policy and practice. Mm. So this is why is the shortage in the in the public school system, but there's not a shortage in the private school system. Because they pay. Because it's private. Because they pay. Because it's private. And the standards are different. The mm -hmm. requirements are different. Yeah. It's like going to a public hospital, going to versus a private hospital. How about that? This it's is clear. our this is our standard. This is what we need you to come. We need you to come in with your certification. 
We don't want a pre-certified. We want a certified teacher. Well, and sure most people that have their certification, they're going to go. They're going to take the private school job because one is more money, less stress. Yep. And I get to teach the way I want to yep. teach mm. because I don't have the government telling me how to teach. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But but all of that is it just bleeds into why the need for i hate the word but that's the only word i have right now this whole reform of how we set standards in this country period the whole notion that if i win and you're already winning somehow you, you your stats changes to you losing that whole cowboys and indians Redskins versus cowboys i'm sorry washington commands versus Cowboys. all that kind of notion is ridiculous because at the end of the day if we if you succeed and I'm succeeding. Guess what? We all succeeding. But if you succeed and I take it upon myself that, well, because you're doing better, I'm losing out somehow. That that whole notion but, is is destroyed. But this, so what you're really what you're talking about is just regular conflict resolution skills. When I'm talking about conflict resolution skills with my clients or patients, that's one of the things that we're talking about. We're talking about a win-win situation. It doesn't have to be, I win. This is not monopoly. It's not checkers. It doesn't have to be, I win. This, these are real life issues. And as two adults, as two human beings, if we're both reasonable, why can't we negotiate and compromise? Why can't we talk the issues out? But this is the thing. If you go down my list of conflict resolutions, we don't argue the issue. Nope. We argue our position. Yep. It's my, it's about my position. my position. No, no, let's talk about the issue. So again, and so when I talk to the patients, I use politics as an example. So again, because they're not really talking about the issues. They're really, they're really arguing their positions. Yep. So if education is the issue, why can't you and I, but see, I won't do that. I'm not going to focus on, I'm just going to focus on my position versus and, your position other than education sucks. What do we do to, so education doesn't suck. How about we focus on that? But I won't focus on that because it's easier to attack you. That's another skill. Don't attack the person. Address the issue. But we, we don't know how to do that. We never do that. Look at look at every election cycle. It gets more and more in depth about what your past was, who you was, what you so didn't relevant. do. It, all that is irrelevant. Unless you unless you're Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> and then then it's not. Then no. Yeah, I can't with you. Um, <laughs> then it's not irrelevant. Go back to the root of it. And the root of it is at the end of the day, if you don't have parent involvement, what is left? Because as a parent, if you don't know what's going on in your kindergarten, in your child's kindergarten class, how is anybody going to advocate? That's why you have some school systems under the same umbrella, getting the same Maryland State Diploma, but, but this standard is here, this correct. standard yeah. is here. And when you peel back the layers, it comes back to parent involvement because this school has a PTSA that's involved. This school has none. How do you have a school where there's no parent teacher involvement? How do you have a school on back to school night? You have 800 kids enrolled, but only 97 parents show up to a back to school night. I don't know. So because if you don't care, how do you expect anybody else to care? But that's the value of education. How do we value it though? For those standards. Well, who's holding anyone accountable? Well, the, 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 let me tell you. The, no, they have their things that they will hold them accountable for. But we're, if but their I mean, kid can't have, if their kid, 
Okay, because this is thing. You didn't come to you didn't come to back to school night. Uh-huh. But if your kid gets suspended, now you want to come up to the school and act and a fight. But you didn't come to back to school night to hear what the rules and policy and procedures are. Mm-hmm. And but now that your kid has been sent home, you now want to come to the school and act like a prompt fool. Well, where were you on September 21st? Mm-hmm. And I get all that, but we're talking about past that level. We're talking about well, how, how that kind of progression. Have, this talk- is the thing. The politicians are not going to politic for people that don't Partake because there's right, nothing right. to gain from it. I'm not gonna lose your vote if, if you're, I know if you're absentee, right? Mm-hmm. If I know you're an involved parent and you can have be out on the street pounding the pavement for me, I'm gonna give you what you want. Right. That's why those parents that make the loudest noise get the best results. Mm-hmm. When they want to say, "Oh, I'm going to the school board," I'm going. To... That's because those people know these are the ones that's gonna be out on the pavement voting for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you got it's a what she said, quid pro quo, whatever. Quid pro quo. Yeah, but she, but it goes kind of supports what they were saying about position. Is whoever maintaining that position who's going to bolster it? Unfortunately, we have a lot of people. Who, you hear me say this all the time. Our political system train has gone way off the tracks in respects to so many things that that impact our society. And unfortunately, we are not in a position because there's only a handful of us who are aware and it's, then it's only a handful of us out of that same group that would actually get involved to set a standard set expectations but then you still have the greater slice of the pie who are totally disinterested yeah that's yeah. it that's all so how do we get them interested how do we do that because this is the thing i didn't always know this and, and and i don't remember how old i was when i did realize this like i didn't know how schools were i didn't always know how schools were being funded and so it, it did not occur to me that obviously the schools in the inner city because the kids in the inner city their parents don't have the resources or the luxury or, or the, the wealth to they're not paying taxes. But this is what I'm just They're not paying taxes. As far as you go out into the suburb, these are houses and blah, blah, blah. It they has, they it, have it wealth. Has, it happens in the city too. But if your parent is not a homeowner, that's never going to be a topic of your mm-hmm. a conversation exactly. at your dinner table. Because exactly. your parent don't know. If exactly. your parent has never owned a home, they don't know nothing about a tax, nothing. Right? True, true. So there's no way for you to have a conversation with that family about how your tax dollars are spread out throughout. True. And here's why it doesn't apply to them. We pay the highest property tax in the state of Maryland, and 75% of our money goes to the public school system. Mm-hmm. How do I know that? Because they send me a statement every six months. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm not a homeowner, I don't see that. Yeah. But, but what about the testing? Because I, I did, I took a class in uh, sociology of education years ago. It was an undergrad. And and so that's probably when I first understood that or, or learned that. And so the, the, the thing about it, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm so sorry. But um, again, testing. So we are, the schools focus a lot on testing. So testing becomes like the priority because apparently that's every how they get their funding. Every administration. Every administration. So, so you're teaching to the test then. Every administration has a different standard. Uh-huh. So it depends on what administration is in charge, depends on what becomes a priority. priority. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right now, the priority from Prince George's County is up in the math scores. Okay. That's their focus. That's their model. That's their thing. We're going to this math initiative because we saw during COVID the scores went down in this area. And now, 
there's a difference between a CEO and a superintendent. Yes. Okay. I'm going to leave that right there. You want to peel back the layers on that? Feel free to go Google it and see whatever, right? So our CEO is a math major. There you go. Her initiative, her focus is math. Okay. The next person we get may be a superintendent. There's a difference, and I'm not going to tell you what the difference is right now, okay. but there's a difference. So we might get another superintendent. They might be an English major. They might be a social studies major. Mm -hmm. So they will look at a different initiative. It uh -huh. all depends on who's in control and what, wow. what their push is, right? So math is a great thing to push because math is essential. Right. Even though other than adding numbers, I don't know when we're going to use that other stuff in math, right, right? unless right. you're going to be an engineer, engineer or something. Right. That other stuff doesn't come into play. But when you say what drives certain things, that's what drives it. It all boils back to politics and who's in control. That's why they fight so hard. That's why they come to the teachers association to back West more, mm -hmm. right? They want the education community to back West more because he's gonna, but they always say that when they want us to back them. Mm -hmm. That's correct. And then they get in there. And don't do Where's jam? the money for the casinos that was supposed to come to the school? Absolutely. And that, where's and that the money from lives? Every, every where's the money from cycle. MGM? Yeah. Where's the money? Yeah. Every election cycle. Yeah. Every election we cycle. We got more money from COVID yeah. than we got from the casinos. Wow. Yeah. That that happens every election cycle. But again, this all of this whole loan forgiveness, it all is, is just tantamount to, to overlapping things. Yes, it's some conflict resolution piece, but overarching thing is it's centered around the division of and the sustainment of certain political positions so if i want to maintain my power i have to keep you under class so that's where you see the differences in education as well so that's where that is and that's where i stand so my name is dale we're getting ready to wrap up um i appreciate you all uh, listening to us uh please check us uh the next time have a good weekend